Hi there, and welcome to another Fibernew podcast. On this episode, we sat down with Fibernew support leaders Al Krinjak, Scott Neal, Michael Carter, Chad Hendry, Paul Jingra, and Bruce Nurse. We talked about what each one of them is planning for the year ahead, what they want to achieve and see happen in their own businesses this year. We also stepped through a time machine exercise and imagined winding the clock back to when they were in their first year or two of operation and knowing what they now know, what would they be working on and focused on in building and growing their own businesses. The insights and takeaways are a plenty over the next 40 minutes or so. We hope you enjoy listening in and cheers. Happy New Year to all of you support leaders. Really good to be talking with you here. We wanted to have a, a group conversation to discuss the year ahead. Looking at 2022, we think it's going to be a fabulous year. And we're just curious to ask all of you individually in your own franchise businesses what you have set out for goals and for plans and what you, you know, want to achieve this year, essentially. So, Al, can we go to you first and just have you weigh in on this? Business plan for 2022 for 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 Al. My gosh, um, last year brought us um, something that uh, we weren't. Uh, nobody ever plans or prepares for, or I don't, I don't know if even if we could have. But um, so what we uh, what happened to us is that we were inundated with calls because of people staying at home, and uh, so we focused only on maintaining what was there. And hoping that we can catch up to all the calls and, and, and the 2022 sort of comes back to normal. We quickly realized that this is the new normal. <laughs> there's no more, there's no more going back to how it used to be. It's how it's how it is and how it's going to be. Uh, so if the main focus on on Al's business plan this year is going to be growth, is technician, technician. And that's two of them. Um, on a serious manner, no matter how many times I've said it last year, I never put it in front of me this year. It's, it's, it's going to be necessary for growth and continuing to, to, to be able to service all these customers because there's no end in sight that along with maintaining all the calls that are coming in. Cause you gotta, you gotta keep the business going. The biggest thing is technician. And, um, as soon as that's done, the next step to my business plan is, um, starting to put my exit strategy in in play and uh meaning uh being serious about it and uh, it's either going to be my yeah you know serious coming to jesus talks with my kids who are in the business and who are part of my exit strategy but there's also possibility of technicians that are that are um looking pretty good candidates as my backup plan if my kids don't pan out so in the just of all things that's pretty much uh, we don't uh, soliciting and stuff like that. I mean, look, this is year uh, for me in the fiber new uh, uh, business is my 30th year. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it seems to have grown on its own um, at this stage. Uh, I'm going to start with technicians. Let me get them trained. Let me get them going, maintaining the customers. And once these technicians become a little bit, uh, more comfortable to be on their own will uh, will focus on growth but this is 2022 for me technicians and um, maintaining an exit strategy makes sense thank you very much You're welcome scott neal let's go to you yes okay so you know i i agree with uh with al there this past year has been 
really good from a, a shells volume. Def, definitely a lot better than I had ever anticipated when, when COVID hit. I mean, everybody thought that the, you know, it was, it was, the floor was going to come out from underneath us, and it was, it was the opposite. My thing is profitability. I've been, I've been focusing on sales growth, sales growth, sales growth. And I'm noticing that my sales growth was, was where I wanted it to be this year. My profitability was about flat from the year before, which means I have to become more organized. I have to work with, my, uh, use my time more efficiently. Clearly, we've been talking about, I, I publicly spoken on a number of these things about getting a tech. I'm, st- I'm still on the search for a tech and it's, it's not easy to find the right person, um, but, I, but we're still pushing away at that. And the benefit to having that search on, I found a bunch of people that work, work with me when I need them, part-time kind of thing. So I haven't find that, found that full-time guy yet, but I, I do have people to help me more. So that, that's, that's a huge advantage to um, what appears to be a lack of success in finding a tech. It, it's, it's, it's been successful, even though I haven't found a full-time guy. So yeah, increased profitability. I mean, we're all doing this for for money. We're not just just doing this for fun. And um, what's what's the use of uh, making a hundred dollar sale if you lose two dollars on it? I, I'm looking to increase profitability over this past year by twenty percent. You know, along and you know, if I increase my sales by twenty percent and increase profitability by twenty percent, you know, math tells you I'll increase profitability by forty. So um, so that's that's my main thing: um, efficiency. Understanding my numbers better. I'm a, I'm a guy that's running out there doing the work, doing the work, getting the sales, and you know I've got to spend more time understanding my numbers as well. So you know that's 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 my main focus at this point. Makes sense, Scott. Cool. I know you have a whiteboard in your shop that's got some pretty big goals on it. So you're, I do. you're taking I steps do. towards that. Do you want to describe that though? Do you mind? Uh yeah. So I have a. Uh, a board. I'll I'll uh, I'll read it right now if you want me to. God, health, family. Ten million dollars is a big number on there. I want to have ten million dollars <laughs> in my bank at some point. Um, abundant life with exclamation points. That means a lot of things. That doesn't just mean money. That means you know loving your wife more every day and and having the things you want, enjoying your kids, just basically you know enjoying every aspect of life, whether it's business, personal. And then I, I have that big, another big number on there, $1 million in yearly sales. Um, Scott Neal is not getting to that by himself. I can promise you that. So yeah, I look at that every day, every day. That's a good reminder. Every time you walk in your shop, it's right there, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Good, man. Well, we have no doubt you're taking the right steps to get there. So keep going, man. (laughs) I agree. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. Okay. All right. Michael Carter. Yeah. How you doing, sir? Yeah, we're good. Thanks. Where's your Enjoy head at me. on this topic? Um, it's actually um, pretty simple for us this year because we've we've kind of um, made our goals to be a transition. A lot of people who do know myself and uh, what we've done in the last 20 years has been initially gauged mostly in a centralized one market kind of arena. Uh, not that we haven't transitioned out of that one market over the years. We have done some. But uh, we're actually intending to almost not eliminate it, but our our car market is going to be reduced dramatically percentage wise. We have uh, our footprint there. We maintain some very good accounts, but instead of going from the 40 to 50% that it's been for the last five to 10 years, we're actually 
trying to even out our markets across the board so that it's not so centralized in one market. Um, and been doing that, we've been gaining some traction in some other arenas as um, furniture work for a lot of people may not know this for 10, 15 years, we've did very, very minimal residential work at all. Uh, I stayed business to business, but we've been slowly, gradually changing our percentage of it res- residential work. And we're going to increase that this year. Again, um, Alan and Scott have both hit it on the na- uh, nail on the head. We've hired a uh, a couple of different technicians. Um, right now, we have a couple of subcontractors as well as one employee. So we're kind of mixing that up a little bit. Um, but our goal is to uh, make a little bit more even disbursement of our revenue streams. Very important. Diversify, diversify, diversify. So uh, it, even Absolutely. after all these years, it's still something to strive for, isn't it? It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and it's it's been it's, it's actually been a great transition, and it seems and. It, and it and it actually has increased our revenues um, just by making a, a wider market. Um, the last couple of years, we've actually increased revenues, and not that we didn't before, but uh, actually quite a bit of a jump the last couple of years. So we're really impressed with what we've been able to do. That's Keep awesome, Michael. Yeah, fantastic. Should we ask about that large shopping mall gig as well? Is <laughs> that started yet, or yeah. how does that slip I, into the plans this year? Yeah, I don't. You know, I didn't. I certainly didn't go on the on the on hive and put out a bulletin hey mike wanted a big job but it's part of certainly definitely part of our strategy um for those who don't know we were we bid on a uh, a shopping mall in our our area to uh do repairs restoration and reupholstery of all of the furniture that's in the mall um it's a 1.4 million square foot shopping center and um so thus the couple of different technicians being brought on, some things like that. I mean, you know, Chad's done this before. I'm sure not, I don't know if Al has done the same type of work or not, but so we've expanded. Um, The mall is going to be, uh, you know, a good portion of our work this year. It's an ongoing process. Um, You can't take all the furniture out of the mall all at one time. I don't have any place to put it. So, uh, you know, it's a run out, you know, a couple dozen pieces here and there, swap them out. We go in at night and work on the food court on the, on the restaurant booths. Um, much to, uh, to Chad, uh, you know, gave me that kind of in for insight to how they did one of his. So uh, yeah, the mall is going to be a, a large part of our, our process and transition this year. So yeah. Look Congrats. forward to it. Yeah. yeah that, that's you. a big one. We actually got the go ahead that first part of January. So we're just getting started. Uh, it's going to be a, a good year, Michael. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. All good right. to be here. And Chad, you bet. what's going on with Calgary South this year? Well, it's uh, it's actually a, a flow through of last year's goals, which is uh, um, 2022 is is happening. And um, for myself, it was uh, I was always the leader of the pack, but I always wanted to do everything. And uh, after doing this for 19 years and uh, building the business, you know, you can only do so much. And um, so last year I decided I have to let go of, of that control for myself and, uh, and to trust other people that they can do as good a job as I can. So over this span, I've, uh, I had one technician previously that had been with me for nine years. He rode with me every day, but, uh, I brought on my son. So like Al, uh, my son has joined us full-time that started in September. 
Um, we were blessed with a very large hailstorm in Calgary last year, and the, <laughs> the hail dance happened a few times. Um, through that process, I hired on two more uh, part-time staff. Okay. So we went very quickly from two of us to uh, five of us. And uh, as some of you know, and some of you may not know, but uh, my new technician, Luke, is joining the training class in January here. So he's he going to be starting on Monday live here in Calgary. So uh, he's going to be joining the team. And uh, just give a bit of background there as, uh, you know, I heard some people saying they haven't found the technician yet. Well, I met Luke eight years ago. He was the, uh, the warehouse manager at DirectBuy. And uh, he would call me in, you know, weekly, monthly, we'd come in and uh, do all the repairs for him. So um, I had put an ad out on uh, Facebook um, regularly. I had been, I'd been chasing this for a while. And, and so um, one of my other friends happened to see it and he's friends with, or she's friends with Luke and passed on the message and uh, he phoned me. So um, I think one of the biggest things for me is, is he was as, as excited about the opportunity as I, I am to, to give it to him. So um, yeah. He is uh, texting me every day. When can we start? When can we start? So uh, it was just tough being that it was uh, Christmas break. Um, so, but it gave him time to think about it. And I think he's going to be a great at this. Past that is, uh, you know, we're going to have, uh, right now I have my van on the road, but I'm, I'm planning to have a second fully lettered fiber new vehicle on the road. And second, and then my next goal is, is hopefully by May to, we'll see how this transition goes with Luke. I didn't want to, uh, have two brand new people right off the get-go, but I'm hoping by May to even have another one. So we'll continue to put the feelers out. And uh, for me, I'm going to relate back to what Scott said is uh, um, I'm really trying to achieve a work-life balance. So being the, the head instructor and spending two weeks in the training center out of my franchise, I've really had to put trust into other people and it's worked out great. So uh, letting go a little bit and, uh, and having a different mindset that uh, treat it more like I'm the franchisor and I'm bringing franchisees into my business and they have nice. the opportunity to, uh, to, 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 to make a life for themselves. So um, that's the way I'm approaching it. And so I have currently hourly employees, but uh, Luke is going to be my first ever subcontractor. So I just need him to have the he, to have that sales and push and that exposure and to keep the fiber new name going when I'm here active at the training center, which is also what I love. So uh, going to continue to bring the energy. That's uh, I always make a promise to that. And I, and I always wake up every day and I, and I promise myself that my business has to move. So we have to, we have to get off the driveway. We have to uh, get that, get that van in, in drive and get out and get into traffic. Um, like the other guys, um, a lot of my business is, is coming from, you know, those online inquiries. Uh, I certainly do a lot of business to business, but like Al, we're just trying to keep that going. But the, the online inquiries are uh, certainly uh, exploding <laughs> for, for people looking for options. Can we help them all? No, but can we help more? Yes. And so I'm just planning for that for 2022. Good. I, I like what you said about letting go the the control factor. I know yeah, you and I have hard. talked about that for a long time and it's it's a tough thing to do, but it's necessary for growth. Necessary. Isn't it? Yeah. Necessary. Yeah. So yeah. You can you know once you've done it for even 10 years and uh, you know you're the master. You're the best. Everybody loves you. And so you walk into the furniture store and you're the norm of cheers. Um, and th that's a nice feeling, but in order to get to the next step, I need to let somebody else be norm and I need to build my business and work on my business, not constantly in it. Yeah. You can be the Sam now. Be the Sam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. No, it's good. Put, put trust in the right people and, and, uh, let them, you know, take the ball and run. So mm -hmm. that, that's good, man. That's good. 
Paul, across the board from, from all four of these guys, we, we're hearing nothing but growth and good things. Um, mm. So we obviously love to hear that. From the head office level, we're, we're thinking the same thing, right? I mean, we see a, a, a big year as far as growth goes in adding new franchise partners to the business. Mm-hmm. From the support side of things, we, we're you know continuing the program there and, and want to support everyone as best we can. What else do you have from your desk? Well, I, it's um, first of all, I want to tell Al that um, if you're looking to hire technicians, that's a great idea because it, they can one day buy your franchise. Paul, are you looking for a job? <laughs> well, let's, well, it depends how this year goes, I guess. Um, There's a trading spot available. There you go. Um, no, just to encourage the growth and, and the momentum that we've got going, it, it, my goals for this year is to keep that momentum going. Um, we're looking at expanding the field training program and getting more, getting more involved, getting more people and more involved with that. Because um, I think, I, you know, I, uh, collectively, we're like an unstoppable force, right? So I, I just want to keep that momentum momentum going as much as possible and um, uh, you know the, the great thing is we, we we do have a lot of new people coming into the system and they bring new new perspectives and new insights and new energy too so that that um, that keeps our our motivation going and um, um, it, it builds enthusiasm and all these cliche things but they actually are true and they actually do work and and uh, um, like planning ahead and, and goal planning is as we all know, I'm a big, big believer in our proponent of, of setting goals and, and, and vision planning uh, because it's it's what really got me through my business and through through all situations in my own life. So I, I'm going to be boring people with those concepts as much as possible. <laughs> good message to repeat. So it, yeah, it, it is. It is. And, 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 and it's also building again. Momentum is happening. We're getting a lot of getting a lot of good feedback. Working with a lot of people on 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 what their goals are and helping them, uh, helping them. It's really them that makes it work. So, um, and, and I love to witness it. I love to watch it and be part of the process. So, Bruce, I, I'm going to ask the question. I'm sure everyone's wondering for 2022, are you going to have any more kids this year or? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That, that one's out of the way. So. <laughs> No, but uh, from your perspective, Bruce, we obviously have workshops coming up. This is also a convention year. So we've got some really good things in store on the support side of things and getting the chance to see people again. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we've had the opportunity over the years to meet people in training. In the last couple of years, we've had that opportunity to do that uh, virtually. So uh, I'm looking forward to making all of these connections uh, as is, I think, everybody just itching to get together, you know, either at uh, one of the refresher workshops that we, we've got coming up uh, in the next few months um, and uh, for sure in September. So I'm looking forward to that. All right, guys, let, let's engage the flux capacitor and do some time travel back to thinking about your first or second year of operation in this business and knowing what you know now, hindsight being 2020, if you were back in in those first couple of crucial years of operation, what would you be setting as goals? What building blocks would you be putting in place? 
Let's talk about this one now. So let's go back to you, L. Where, where does your mind go on this question? Oh, boy. Year one and two. Year <laughs> zero, one, and two. It was, um, for me, it was, um, I'm um, a, a generally a very positive guy. Always have been and always look at the glass uh, um, ha- full and not em- like half full, not half empty. Um, I always told myself and 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 I, I I just try to write it down and try to remember going back far. I could have probably pulled out my agenda book from 30 years ago, but yeah, I think it's in the recycling bin. Um, <laughs> is to um, to be positive about everything. There's so much negativity out there um, that that being positive is actually uh, uh, very rare. So you, uh, it's easy to fall in a in a rut and 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 find excuses. So I, I always told myself, everything that I will do, I will be I will be positive about it. But m- mindset was always everything. Always told myself to do is small things, do small things, but do them well. It's funny because that's that's uh, that's how I when I even when I was coaching hockey, that's what I was telling the kids: you do small things, but do them well. If you do the small things well, big things will come. And they'll be good as well. Um, and, and, and that was, I, I brought that into my business. Or I brought that into the hockey. I brought that into life. I brought that into everything. Told myself no excuses. No matter what, there's no excuses. Look, <laughs> we jumped, we, we went head first into this business. And I'm, 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 I'm going to keep diving. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get out. Uh, what else? Uh, I like what, what, uh, what, uh, what, uh, Chad said there is get into traffic. Okay. And this is, this is mind boggling how some people don't, don't go out and, 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 you know, you, you bought a mobile, mobile business. <laughs> don't stay at home. There's no money at home. There's no work at home. Nobody's paying bills at home. Uh, anything that can be done at home, as far as, Technology, emails, I you do that on your phone or your tablet on the road. You've got a lettered vehicle, you paid a lot of money for a franchise, you gotta go out. And that's what I told myself is is to get out. The exposure is everything. You need to you need to drive around, you need to talk to people. And, and year one was checking lots. Uh, for us it was it was it was getting the business. Uh, walk walk the lots. And 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 if you if you could get five new lots every Every month, uh, that that was great, and you continued, and then the following month was another five, and and, and at, at the end of the year, you you're gonna have a lot of lots, you're gonna have a lot of yeah. commercial accounts. Commercial accounts are everything. Get out there, be mobile, show your face, show your van, and yeah. keep your mindset in check. Um, you know, thoughts are things, so think good things, and good things will will follow. Is is the takeaway I'm getting from you? So, correct. Appreciate it. Love it. Scott, what about you going back to year one and two? It's a little easier for me because I'm in year four here. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's much easier for me. Um, one thing on the positivity, everybody has to remember that positivity is a choice. That's you. Uh, things going to happen around you all, all the time. I mean, you can't control a lot of what happens around you, but um, how you react and, and stay positive. I mean, positivity is is definitely a do- common denominator on this phone. I mean, there's not one person here that's not positive. And all of the guys that I speak to and, and girls and franchisees that I talk to on the phone, which is a lot now, the ones that are doing well are almost always positive when they're on the phone. 
So that that's that's a huge thing. So anyway, looking back um, all the way back to the beginning of my <laughs> my fiber new career, um, um, I'm going to do the same as Alan and give uh, Chad some props on one of the things that he said: trust trusting other people. I am definitely one of those that uh, believes I'm Superman and believes that I can do uh, everything better than everybody else and. They, they, the customers love me and I'm not sure they're going to love the next person that I bring in as much as they're going to love me. And that's a, that, that's a, um, that's nice to have confidence, but it's not a nice way to grow your business and, and, and build it. So I would definitely, definitely, um, have started a search for a tech much, much earlier in, in, in my process, like really early. That's for sure. I, another thing I'm really proud of how, uh, how my business grew quickly. And it was almost exclusively auto work in the beginning, lots like uh, like Al said, and it was all because of the the huge effort that I put into sales calls. Once I got it busier and and busier and busier, I, I noticed that my effort on sales calls dropped quite a bit. And you can't let that happen. I mean, obviously, you're not going to do as much as the in the first week of business, but you need to keep the sales calls up and, and make that part of your everyday process. And, um, I've, I've definitely done a much better job of that over the past three or four months. And, and, and it helps, it helps a lot. And the last thing that I, I, I can recall, I was doing almost all auto work and I would get nervous every time I got an inquiry for something that wasn't just a minor thing on, on <laughs> furniture or when a, when a little repair came along on a, on an RV. Oh my God. And, and when you think, when you think that way, um, it shows with the customer and I didn't get a, quite a bit of that work initially. You know, now that I really think about it, I'd never really put much thought into it until today when we, I knew this call was coming, I should have been much more confident in doing all of the work that we've been trained to do, not just, not just automotive work. So be, be proactive in other markets and, um, and be confident that you can take any of this on because it's really, it's, it's just procedures and techniques that you, we've been taught that you just follow them and, and you can do any of this, any of these markets. So yeah, because now I'm in almost every single market. Um, I think I'm going to do an airplane next week. So I'm finally uh, going to get into that market. <laughs> that was um, the last one, right? That was the, that only was the one last one. Out there. I am, yeah. yeah, I think that's the last one. I've, I've done every other market. So anytime I've gotten into a new market, I've I found it just to be, to be just as easily accomplished as, as the auto market. So yeah, we're, trust the training and, and trust your ability. For sure. I think what we're hearing here, Scott, is is don't forget to put your game face on and uh, speak with confidence because you've got people behind you who can help you through anything that may come your way. So hundred percent, I like that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and Chad and I had this discussion early on in, in the in my uh, career at Fiber New. I really do. When I hop in that car, I am my mood goes up in my truck. I'm 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 happier the second I step in it and. And when I get home, I'm, I'm a, believe it or not, I'm an introvert. So when I get home, I crash. But when I'm in that truck during the day, I, I literally feel like, it sounds like an exaggeration. I feel like Superman in the truck. And I feel like I can make every, every person's day better that I run into. And uh, yeah, that's, it's motivating. So this is a perfect segue to Chad. So <laughs> we just talked about game face with Scott, but you call it the cape. I call it right? the, cape. the fiber new cape. Yeah. Okay. Get up in the morning, put your cape on. So uh, if you come to the training class or uh, seen the uh, 
first day or last day of training, you're going to see the cape. So, uh, cause I physically have one, but, uh, um, <laughs> most importantly is, uh, <clears throat> if I go back to day one, um, you know, I could back up even further, which was, I trained for five new in 1992 and, and decided at the time it wasn't quite for me. Mm. Um, uh, went off and learned a lot more other things in life and, uh, came back to five new in, in 2002. So 20 years ago, that's a long time ago. I used to look good back then too. You know, I, I I came into an existing you know Calgary franchise that was one of the original ones, and so the name was well known. And uh, um, I, even though I was in the the owners group, I was given one task, which was go walk car lots. And uh, for the first three years of my five new career, that's all I did. Is uh, it basically it taught me the five new system? I got to work on every you know leather, vinyl, plastic, fabric repairs, um, the ins and outs of the car, how to how to take things apart, how to put them back together. Um, so I don't think I would change anything to be honest, because um, dealing with uh, you know professional salesmen, being a used car salesman or a, or a, even a service agent, um, at a, a service writer. Um, it taught me how to talk to people. It taught me the ins and outs and the flows. And, uh, you know, those guys are hard to sell to, right? They're, 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 they've heard every trick in the yeah, book. You can but develop your sales chops. And you, you have yeah. to develop them quick. So um, like Scott just said, is, uh, and, and, I, and I like to teach this, is how, did I, how do I make myself different? And so I made the uh, the assumption that I am an introvert, just like Scott. And I didn't know that about you, Scott, but uh, yeah. I am 100% an introvert. I'm a quiet, shy guy in, in my own space, but a uh, quiet, shy guy didn't get much. And so I made a decision that uh, I need to become a character in my business. And that's what I talk about putting the cape on. I needed to bring the energy into my business. And so when I brought that energy, I always refer to it as everybody likes the happy guy. So I would walk on with confidence onto a car lot, knowing that I'm going to meet three new people or, or I'm going to go sell something to the service manager to get the work. But I was friendly to everybody, friendly and outgoing and happy. And uh, it, it paid off big time because everybody likes that, that, that personality. Yeah. Be a magnet. A magnet. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Don't, don't be a leaf blower. Exactly. Don't, don't so, push everybody away. Bring so, them in. And yeah. I, this, I, I can't relate this back to year one, but uh, yeah, you know, when I went through training and, and with the past trainers that I had, I had the mindset is I'm going to be the best five new there ever was. 20 years later, here I am, the head instructor. Um, I'm pretty proud of that. I've worked really, really hard for it. My business is strong. My business is growing. And, uh, you know, I'm just lucky to have this. I, I had a support team. You know, Paul's still here now and, and, and Michael, right? Um, you guys were my support team and I used you guys all the time. And uh, I'm just proud of where, where I've got to. Good job, man. Yeah. Perfect. Michael, going back to the fall of 2001, time traveling, <laughs> knowing what you know now, uh, thinking about those building block years. Yeah. What, what um, would you be thinking about? The um, uh, Part of what uh, Chad has, had referred to as walking to car lots and so on and so forth. Um, I think that that still is, is a, an absolutely has to be a very, very large portion of when someone starts out because it's such an easy place to train yourself and get paid by when, when you're learning. What I may have done slightly different was not have spent so many years entrenched in it. Um, I think if I had shifted my uh, own focus to a little bit more variations in the revenue streams, um, I think I would have maybe, you know, change some things to a certain degree by getting it. Not that I didn't do 
other things when I was doing the car lots, but that was 95, 98% of my work was cars, um, at least the first five years. So I think if I had scaled that back and, and transitioned into other things, I always tell people that ride with me is that don't go looking for a an individual market that instead, a lot of times the markets will find you and don't be afraid to go into something that you think you may not want to do, but may turn out to be the best market you have. Sometimes that's, it may be sound like it's easier said than done, but you'll get the people that are calling you or texting you or sending you emails to, you'll see the transition of things that you're getting, you know, questions about residential furniture. Um, early on, you know, very rarely a few pieces here and there, but I'd spent, like I said, the, for at least the first five years just entrenched in automotive. Now for me, because I'm a kind of a car guy anyways, it was okay, but don't, I'm just saying, don't reserve yourself to having limit yourself to just one arena. You should, I would have probably fit, spent more time to get a little bit more differentiation in my, uh, in my accounts, but um, no regrets from what I did, but uh, there may have been a, a, a chance to expand faster, sooner, maybe probably even maybe, you know, financially, but um, overall, that's the biggest thing. One other thing that I found, I got a tip from somebody um, and actually, if I'm not mistaken, it was a conversation I had with Michael Wilson. You should start formulating, Al had spoken to it earlier, you should start formulating your exit strategy as soon as you start your business. Because it's something that you have to build on. It's not something that you can absolutely definitively put into black and white right now. And this is going to happen, whatever, 10, 15, 20 years from now. So you have to start your exit strategy almost as soon as you start your business so that as you progress, you have an idea of where you really are going to go and where you're going to be. And I think that is overlooked a lot, but um, we've started our strategy, uh, you know, about 10 years in. I can't say that I'm, you know, there's no way to say you're behind or ahead of anybody else or where you should be or what you shouldn't be, but don't ignore it uh, is the point. I think, uh, I think you should start setting yourself up for your exit as soon as you start your business. I think another way of looking at that, Michael, is it, it it could seem far-fetched for someone in their first few months of operation or first year to start thinking about the end because they're just saying, hey, I'm just trying to get this started. Yep. How, how am I supposed Absolutely. to think about the end? But to your point, if you start thinking about that eventual exit, it, it really does guide you in the, the timeline of your business, doesn't it? It, your, it motivates you in ways that you don't even know. Your other choices are going to play off of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Paul, I think what we're hearing from these guys is movement, get out there, create opportunities for yourself. I mean, we've all acknowledged that internet leads are happening. They do happen. It's a good source of revenue, but all these guys and all their years of experience, they're still saying, get out there and move and make things happen. It's incredible how some things don't change, isn't it? It is. And uh, rightly so. I mean, you know, we can take advantage of of the way the situations are in the world, and we can use what's coming at us as as an as a it's a great filler, um, but it's it's not targeting. Like we're all talking about targeting certain markets and going after certain certain revenue streams. And and if you deliberately go after a certain uh, uh, commercial account, like an auto dealer or a furniture store, any of them they choose from, um, they they take a bit of um, focus in order to to grow them. Um, but they're they're all workable. Um, and if you an attitude plays a lot big role too. Like I like Chad's attitude of 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 wanting to be the best fiber new technician in the world. 
right? Um, which is a great, I mean, I think I, I applaud that. I think everybody should try that. I will tell you that it's only second place that is available. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gee, th thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's that, that's something we should all be striving for. We always want we want to be the best at our at our craft. Um, and and you know if you can if you can like Al said, he made a good point. If you can do little things every day, then you can try to get really good at the small things. They become big things really quickly, uh, or over time. And and um, um, it, it's. I think we're lucky to be in a business like this because it, we're all, we all have to work hard to make anything work. So if you're going to work hard and you can enjoy what you're doing, um, and I, I, you know, and if you're introverted like like Scott and 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 um, uh, and Chad, I'm an introvert too for about four minutes every day. I'm introverted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all the I can take, but um, it, it's 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 still you know, it, you know everybody in this in this room here basically you know you know twenty years thirty years plus years we still enjoy what we're doing and, and there's there's always a, a new horizon to uh, to look towards so it's um, it, it never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beautiful yeah, part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I want to live long because I'm not looking at retiring ever. I can't imagine, like, technician, maybe. Yeah, I got to look forward to being a technician for Al one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe in a twist, you'll buy his business back or something. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Bruce, you've been in this industry for many, many years. What do you think about? you know, time traveling back to when you got started and what would you change? Okay, so first of all, I'm glad I'm using the flux capacitor and not the hot tub. So, um, <laughs> time travel, you know, one, one of the things is, is that I would say is, um, always being positive, like essentially, uh, having an attitude that, you know, everything is more about me with regards to how I plan on acting and and controlled enough in the way that I will react. And we've all faced this pandemic, which was a situation that was unprecedented in in our lifetimes. And I would say that um, if I, you know, so I've I've always believed that. But if I could change something different, I would say, you know, not sitting back, taking charge. I mean. In this industry specifically, if all you did was walk out and say, okay, so there's how many restaurants on the street, or you said, you know, how many auto dealers are there, and, and you just focused on that, you, or how many furniture companies, with me, that was specific to me, how many companies like that are there out there? Right now, when I look at it, it's that the mind boggles. Like as soon as you drive down a street, like, oh, I could stop there. Oh, wait, there. Oh, I'm there. And I mean, you can go from one door to the next door to the next door to the next door. And the opportunities are everywhere. And I think that that plethora and diversity of opportunity, you know, I heard um, Scott, well, we've all touched on it. Like, and, and I would, would definitely suggest would say opportunities abound everywhere and having a plan on how to address them. That's worth the time coming up with a plan on how to address them. And, and if I could change something about my own life with, with regards to talking to that guy way back when, 
I'd, I'd say do more planning, take the time to do the planning. It's worth it. And, and then, and then open your eyes because the opportunities are everywhere all around you. Well said, Bruce. It's so important, isn't it? Is to, to know where you're going, be in control as much as you can. I mean, life is going to hit you no matter what, as you said, your reaction to it, the choice and how you uh, choose to respond is important. And, and, uh, Plans also help you in times of adversity as well, right? Because you can always fall back on them. So it's it's Absolutely. really important. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, I don't know about you, but I've really enjoyed this conversation. This has yeah. been awesome to get your perspective yeah. on everything. And <clears throat> thank you call. very much for sharing. We are very much looking forward to seeing franchise partners throughout 2022. So the April workshop, seven, pardon me, 6th, 7th, and 8th here in Calgary. And then also June 1, 2, and 3. So this is a three-day condensed workshop. We look forward to seeing anybody who can and make the trip up here. And then September 8th, 9th, and 10th, this is the big party in Nashville. So oh, yeah. this one we're yeah. looking forward to. Yeah. We get everyone under one roof again and have a big party together. So it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it'd be cool. Can't wait. Well, guys, thanks again. We'll let you get back to your day and uh, take care. Thank you, Jess. Thanks, guys. Yeah, take care. Cheers, have a great day, guys. Cheers. Great. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening in. We hope you enjoyed this episode and gleaned some key takeaways. If you have any questions or wish to continue the conversation, please do reach out to us. As you know, we'll be happy to chat. Until next time, take good care and cheers. Cheers.